Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Windows get two free. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Two seven news. First alert meteorologist Mark Pena with a forecast for the pre-dawn hours. Rain will slowly come to an end tonight around midnight as temperatures fall to the 30s to low 40s by early Monday morning. Sunshine is in the forecast for your Monday and temperatures warm to about 50 degrees ahead of a strong front that's set to arrive around the noon hour. Behind the front, northwest winds come in around 10 to 20 miles an hour and temperatures plummet to below freezing by Monday night. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. As we approach midnight, here's the temperatures around the area. 42 degrees in District Heights, 40 in Ashburn, 40 degrees in Rockville at 11.59 on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for listening. Coming up on WTOP, we're hearing from the woman whose dog was stolen months after she lost a dog in a flash flood in D.C. How two D.C. natives are tackling food insecurity in the city of brotherly love. I'm Mike Marilla. Their family tradition is supplying your Christmas spirit. I mean, our business is based around experiences. I'm Heather Gustafson. How to squeeze the most from your money during Cyber Monday shopping. I'm Liz Anderson. The Baltimore Ravens pick up a win on the West Coast. We're coming up to 12 midnight. CBS News is next. Good night, everyone. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Matt Piper. There's a tentative deal to end a three-week teacher's strike in Portland, Oregon, and get 45,000 kids back to class in the morning. Jackie Dixon is with the teachers union and spoke moments ago. Together, we've secured a historic contract that makes real and needed investments in our students and classrooms. A ceasefire is coming to an end between Hamas and Israel, but CBS's Jerika Duncan says there's work to keep it going. Hamas is now seeking to extend the four-day temporary truce set to expire Monday. It follows the third exchange of hostages for Palestinian prisoners. As part of the truce deal, aid is flowing into Gaza. Israel says 200 trucks entered the territory through the crossing with Egypt. Also in Gaza, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu visited Israeli troops vowing to fight Hamas, quote, until victory. Hamas has released three groups of hostages, including a four-year-old American girl. Three men of Palestinian descent are recovering after being shot in Burlington, Vermont, Saturday. The men were wearing traditional Palestinian scarves when police say a white man opened fire on them. That person is still out there. Rich Price is one of the victim's uncles. It's a devastating time right now. People have deeply held very passionate personal views on what's happening in that part of the world. And that's spilling out in really ugly ways in this country. 
Well, the Sunday after Thanksgiving is another one of the busiest travel days of the year. Flyers in Atlanta faced delays trying to get home. This man among them. I'm not thinking about the flight. I'm just taking it minute by minute. Hopefully I make the flight. A record-setting snowstorm in Wichita, Kansas definitely did not make traveling easy this weekend. KWCH-TV's Kale Chapman. I'm actually quite surprised. Saturday, the snow fell hard in Kansas. I made a snow angel. But as snow continued to fall, it became a nuisance for some. Really cold. Making it harder for drivers from highways to side roads. Crews were through the plow roads, and they weren't the only ones working in the snow. Well, we're getting ready to open here, so obviously I want to make sure that any customers who do show up, they're able to uh, enter the restaurant safely. Jeremy Wade, the owner of Napoli Italian Eatery. You know, I shovel sidewalks or wash dishes or cook on the line, whatever I need to do. East of Seattle, officials had been warning people to lock their doors and secure homes after two teenage inmates escaped from a detention center. But police just rearrested them in the last 30 minutes. This comes a day after a 17-year-old murder suspect who had already escaped from a Louisiana youth jail broke loose again Saturday with another 17-year-old also suspected of murder. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. It's 12.03, Monday, November 27th, 2023. The high today, 50. morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. We're hearing this morning from the woman whose dog was stolen in Brooklyn Saturday. Tiffany Worthy's French bulldog puppy Hendrix was just about six to seven months old and was taken from her on her doorstep as she was coming home after taking him for a walk. She tells WTOP she first noticed the suspects watching her at a nearby gas station. That's when I first noticed the suspects. Um, I didn't think nothing of it uh, other than, like, he had on a mask. She proceeded home, at which point two cars pulled up to the front of her house, and the suspect ran up to her. He ran up the stairs and told me if I don't give him my dog, he would kill me. The suspect jumped into one of the two cars with the dog and took off. Tiffany is a teacher and had previously lost another dog in the district dog flash flood back in August. She says these tragedies make her rethink living in the district. It's overwhelming, you know, to a point where I just, you know, to a point where I don't want to teach, you know, in D.C. anymore. You can see pictures of Hendrix and video of the suspect at WTOP.com. Two D.C. natives are helping to tackle food insecurity in Philadelphia with a new type of grocery store. And they hope the idea will catch on and possibly help people closer to their hometown. With the government SNAP benefits, low-income families can buy ingredients for food, but... Really, it didn't add up to a recipe, and the store to complete that recipe did not exist. Eli Mararo and his partner Alex M. Botter, D.C. natives who, after high school, moved to Philly, and they found a need there for helping families get prepared meals. So the answer was a community grocer where a person can buy ingredients from the grocery store and take it next door to another organization which swaps that for a prepared meal. The community grocer is under construction and will open next year. Marara would like to see it expand down the road. My dream is to bring 
this model to D.C., where I grew up. Read more at WTOP.com. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A Christmas tree farm in Montgomery County is focused on your family's holiday special. They care because their whole operation is family-focused. We invite you to our place to make an experience, make a memory. The holiday season is known for being around family, and that's no different for the butlers. It's a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of families, um, and then you put work into the mix. We're together a lot. There are 40 acres of land. Butler's Orchard is busy this time of year with cut-your-own and pre-cut Christmas trees, and they say they're happy that they can be busy together. Family harmony is a big piece of what we do. Ben Butler hopes that his family can make holiday memories for other families. We are very lucky, and we're happy to, to provide that for our community and start a tradition, hopefully. It brings a lot of joy to see generational families. Um, you know, Grandma brings the great-grandkid and said, I was coming here with my kids 40 years ago. In Germantown, Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. The Silver Line at to Dulles Airport has been open for a little more than a year, and Fairfax now is reporting ridership for the $5.6 billion project is still well below Metro's original projection. And the transit agency is pointing to the COVID-19 pandemic as the main reason why. Average daily ridership is hovering around 3,600 riders a day, and planners had been projecting 20,000 riders a day. Metro said a shift to more employees working from home contributed to the significantly diminished numbers. Metro says it's encouraged by the trend toward increased ridership to Dulles, especially in the middle of the week. Cyber Monday is today, and if you want to get the most from your money, it helps to have a strategy. To squeeze the most out of your dollars, visit the websites and social media accounts of retailers to check out their deals and also look for promo codes you can apply at checkout. But to keep your wallet from checking out, be sure to set a spending budget and stick to it. Also, compare and contrast prices to see where you can get the product you want for less. Find more tips from U.S. News & World Report at WTOP.com. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. What happens if you miss a credit card payment? I'm Mark Hamrick. We'll take a look at the potential fallout in my report coming up. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Stephanie, good morning, everyone. Still got some congestion on the airport access road uh, right around the George Washington Memorial Parkway for the ride to the terminals at Reagan National Airport. Also seeing some delays right at the terminals off of Smith Boulevard and a very, very brief delay on the outbound side of the airport access road heading to the GW Parkway heading into or out of Reagan National. Uh, however, there are no delays on the Dulles access road into or out of Dulles International and in Maryland, the ride into or out of BWI Thurgood Marshall Airport is clear. Both sides of 195 looking good between 295 and Aviation Boulevard and on into the terminal area. Heading into Virginia for that crash on southbound 95. Two left lanes are now open. This is right at Virginia 610 for Garrisonville Road. And the ramp from 610 to southbound 95 is still shut down. But only the far right travel lane remains blocked on the southbound side of 95. And traffic getting by to the left without any kind of difficulty. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. 
Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Temperatures outside this morning are on the chilly side. We got 30s to low 40s, but clearing skies, thankfully. The rain is over with for today. Later on, the sunshine comes out, and we're looking at highs peaking around 50 degrees before a very strong front arrives by around the noon hour. Behind the front, you'll know when it comes through. Northwest winds will kick up around 10 to 20 miles an hour. And tonight, we're looking at clear skies, but windy conditions continue. Lows will be in the 20s. And for Tuesday, one of the coldest days we've seen in a while, highs only in the 30s with wind chills in the teens and 20s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. 40 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Mark Hamrick. The damage from a missed credit card payment. I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. Having access to a credit card is akin to a necessity, and it's important to be attentive to making timely payments. Most credit card issuers regard a payment late when the due date has passed. A missed payment typically carries the same penalties as when making less than the minimum payment due. Delinquent for 30 days, you can manage if handled quickly. Some card issuers allow a single mispayment before they charge a late fee. But this is when your credit rating begins being put at risk. Two payment cycles missed, 60 or more days, credit issuers begin wielding the high-risk label. Once the 90-day mark's violated, some banks will begin to seek to recover the full balance owed. Past 120 days and the debt is charged off, transferred to a third party. More damage to your credit rating. To avoid all of that, Try to pay off your debts within the month they're charged, and you'll avoid paying interest. I'm Mark Hamry. Coming up on WTOP, we'll tell you about a new documentary called Resilience. It's about D.C.'s Child and Family Services Agency. 1211. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. This Veterans Month, we honor and thank the more than 18 million living veterans for their bravery, resilience, and sacrifice in the line of duty. It's essential to take a moment to reflect on the unwavering commitment of those who have worn the uniform. Did you know that most veterans have earned benefits and services from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, health care, disability compensation, pension, education, job training, home loans, life insurance, burial benefits, and more? Thank a veteran this Veterans Month but also make sure they aren't missing out on the great benefits available to them. To learn more, visit va.gov or call 1-800-MY-VA-411. I'm Mike Richmond. Lead, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD. Sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Scenes of the earthquakes in Syria and Turkey have touched the world. With thousands of lives lost, we need to protect those children who remain, who have lost their parents and their homes. Help now. Donors like you are the reason why UNICEF is able to help children and families in Syria and Turkey. With your help, 
UNICEF can continue to be there to keep children safe. Visit unicefusa.org slash earthquake relief. Thank you. Coming up. Ravens fly out of L.A. with a victory. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. When students struggle in school because they are hungry. Or fall behind because they lack school supplies or clean clothing. Being greeted at the start of every school day by the smile of a caring adult can make all the difference. Especially someone from the community. Someone who knows firsthand the obstacles students might be facing. And what it will take to help them thrive. At Communities in Schools, our site coordinators surround students with a community of support and remain by their side. To ensure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. And succeed in school and in life. Access to technology, learning materials. And even one-to-one mentor support. We are there for them all day, every day. This is what Communities in Schools is all about. Going all in for kids in schools, in communities, and beyond. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. That's communitiesinschools.org. The following is a public service announcement. For our soldiers fighting overseas in public safety, it can be tough to stay focused when they know their families may be struggling. Eagle's Watch wants to help lighten the load, and you can help by donating a gift card of any amount. We'll make sure they go to military and public safety families who are in need. Please mail your gift cards or donations to Eagle's Watch Foundation, 200 Lawyers Road, number 256, Vienna, Virginia, 22183, or go to Foundation.org and click on the gift cards for the home front link. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1215. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Thanks for being with us. A D.C. agency chronicles their triumphant story in a new documentary. Resilience is a mini documentary created by D.C.'s Child and Family Services Agency that chronicles their 32-year journey to reform following a lawsuit filed against the district. We're building a whole prevention infrastructure within our communities in D.C. Robert L. Matthews is the director of the agency. We want to be able to help parents not be afraid to raise their hand when they need help and support out of fear that that would end up where their child could be separated. The documentary is free and premieres this Tuesday, November 28th. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. For ticket information, go to WTOP.com. Oregon's largest school district says it has reached a tentative agreement with its teachers union, meaning 45,000 students will be back in school today after more than three weeks without classes. The agreement must still be voted on by teachers who have been on the picket line since November 1st over issues of pay, class sizes and planning time. It must also be approved by the school board, but the union agreed that classes could resume while those votes go forward. Portland Public School students missed 11 days of school before the district began its week-long Thanksgiving break. A legislative group in Maryland that's assessing how new college degree programs are approved in the state is running behind on producing their recommendations. The program approval process workshop says it won't meet its December deadline and it may not be ready until January, according to Maryland Matters. The group is looking into the policies of the Maryland Higher Education Commission. After the commission was criticized for allowing Towson University's request 
to create a business analytics degree program over objections from Morgan State University, who claimed it mirrored their program. Towson has since withdrawn its request. More than twice as many carjackings have occurred this year in D.C. On Thanksgiving Day, the city broke 900 for a total on the year. Data compiled by D.C. police show that 77% of cases involve firearms. Of the arrests that D.C. police have made, two-thirds of the suspects are juveniles, with many as young as 13 and 14. D.C. police say many carjackings happen at garages and parking lots of shopping malls and grocery stores. If you're ever threatened, police say hand over the keys and get away from the area as quickly as possible. Amid the rise in violent crime and carjackings, the D.C. Council will take a look at a new crime bill this week. Luke Luker, WTOP News. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. President Biden has spoken by telephone with the family of the four-year-old girl who was released as part of the ceasefire deal in the Israel-Hamas war. And Russia said it downed a dozen or dozens rather of Ukrainian drones headed for Moscow. Keep it here for the full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8's Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Stephanie. Got a couple of new incidents working in Maryland, including at the Bay Bridge in Annapolis or on the westbound span. The far left lane is blocked because of the broken down vehicle. So currently you've got two lanes open coming back to Sandy Point and the two uh, two lanes open on the eastbound span going to Kent Island are running without difficulty. Uh, you also have the accident working in Prince George's County. This is on 50 eastbound just prior to 197 Collington Road. You find the left lane and the left shoulder blocked because of this accident. Meanwhile, southbound 95 of Virginia, they're making lots of progress because of this crash involving the tractor trailer. It's over at Virginia 610 Garrisonville Road. Looks like all the travel lanes are open on the southbound side of 95. It looks like you might still see off and on uh, closures of the far right lane near uh, Virginia 610. And uh, checking to see if that ramp from uh, Virginia 610 Garrisonville Road to southbound 95 is yet open. Not seeing any activity there right now. However, uh, just be prepared just in case it is still blocked and allow yourself extra time or try to find an alternate route for just the next little while. But the travel lanes on southbound 95 are open and there are no delays coming south of Quantico Triangle past this accident scene all the way into Fredericksburg. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Rain is over with, thankfully, but you might deal with a little bit of some road spray because of the rain that ended late last night. Temperatures this morning are in the 30s to low 40s, so make sure that you're bundling up because a very strong front is set to arrive later on today. Before the front arrives, temperatures warm to about 50 degrees with mostly sunny skies. And behind it, you'll know when it comes through. Northwest winds will come in around 10 to 20 miles an hour, ushering in the coldest air that we've seen since early February. Tonight, temperatures fall below freezing across the entire area with most areas getting into the 20s and for wednesday even with sunshine in the forecast highs only in the mid to upper 30s with west winds coming in around 15 to 25 miles an hour that'll give us wind chills during the day in the teens and 20s i'm seven news meet aldous marpena and the first alert weather center coming up a youth football team in dc is trying to raise funds to make it to the finals in florida it's 12 20 make holiday magic this year with something beautiful and timeless from Diamonds Direct, a stunning eternity band, a pair of classic diamond stud earrings, something new and eye-catching from a world-class designer, or 
maybe you're looking for that perfect engagement ring or a fabulous timepiece. At Diamonds Direct, we have the perfect gifts for the season, starting at around $300. Come and let our experts help you pick out that headliner gift. Or for some fabulous ideas, see the online seasonal gift guide now at DiamondsDirect.com. You can even chat now with a virtual assistant for the ultimate convenience. Whether you connect online or in person, you're guaranteed to get the extraordinary value, ironclad warranties, and white glove service Diamonds Direct is known for. And to help make your purchase even more affordable, we've got special financing so you can spread out your payments. Visit our showroom now in Tyson's Corner and opening soon in Rockville off Rockville Pike. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. How do you keep up in a world that refuses to slow down? WTOP News. That's how. Get up to speed. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 1222. D.C.'s Marshall Heights Bison SEAL Team 6 football team is made up of six and seven-year-olds. And while they might be tiny, they are tough. Our partners at 7 News report that they're undefeated and now looking to raise enough money to get to Florida for the national championship. Why? I love football and I practice every day. I practice hard. On some days, my dad brings me training. And what do you want to be when you grow up? NFL player. The tournament is December 2nd to the 9th in Naples. Bison SEAL Team 6 wants to bring a championship home to D.C. If you want to donate, they have a GoFundMe page that you can go to online. D.C. students could soon be learning about financial concepts such as spending and saving in class. WTOP Scott Gelman explains those are among the topics of proposed financial literacy standards recently introduced. D.C. is now accepting public feedback on the finance concepts, which Elizabeth Ross in the superintendent's office says could be in place for the start of the next school year. Financial literacy knowledge is, of course, critical. But it's not currently a high school graduation requirement in D.C. The proposed standard spans several topics. Including earning income, spending, saving, investing, credit, and managing risk. They also include lessons about planning needed to make big purchases and paying for college. There are really practical skills included in the standards, like what steps might an individual need to take in order to open a business. The public comment period ends in January, and the school board has to approve a final version. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. The holiday shopping season has begun. What are the top toys and gifts for this year? Nearly 75% of consumers have plans to shop over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Of course, you know, Black Friday's Friday. Taya Cross of Bethesda has a long holiday shopping list. I got four kids. I got grandkids. The National Retail Federation says 56% of shoppers will be buying clothes, while 44% will rely on... Gift cards. Gift cards are the big thing now. I have a couple in my pocket. As for toys, the Retail Federation says the top toys for girls include Barbie other dolls, and Legos. And for boys, Legos, Hot Wheels, and other cars. In Bethesda, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Now, it's chilly this morning, but the skies will offer a full moon treat. The beaver moon will reach its peak early this morning at about 416. The last full moon of August is also known as the frost moon, snow moon, and the moon before Yule. 
Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frank Hanrahan. Baltimore Ravens pull out a 2010 victory at the L.A. Chargers as the Ravens improve to 9-3 and three on the year. Chargers fall to 4-7. and seven. The Commanders are 4-8, and eight and they've got company now at the bottom of the basement in the NFC East. The Giants improve to 4-8 and eight with a victory at the Meadowlands, beating the Patriots 10-7. First time since the late 80s that the Giants have beaten New England.